So if a blindfolded monkey can make a stock selection that outperforms the top hedge fund managers in Wall Street, how do we make any money from the stock market? Well, the answer to that question is here in the Making of a Trader podcast. My name is Alan Stenson, and welcome to episode one. So thank you so much for being here. This is my very first podcast episode and I'm actually really excited to be here because I think it's going to be the easiest way for me to regularly post content that hopefully other people will uh, will find some value in and get something from. And so again, thank you for, for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, maybe you are someone who has dabbled in the stock market in the past or someone who just likes the idea of it and, and wants to find out a little bit more about how it works and if it's something that they could do themselves. Um, or you perhaps you've just followed me on Instagram and you've, uh, you've seen some of the trader tips that I post uh, and you just want to find out a little bit more. For whatever reason, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. If you like what you hear, then please subscribe, like, share. Let's get this message out so hopefully we can uh, reach as many people as possible. So anyway, the reason for this episode is I yesterday posted on Instagram about taking the prediction out of the trade. Um, And the reason for that is that nobody knows what a stock is definitely going to do. There is no crystal ball. Um, There's no guesswork, uh, or there shouldn't be any guesswork in in the equation. Um, if anybody tells you that a stock is definitely going to get to this point, then they're either perhaps slightly deluded or they're lying or they just want to come across in a certain way. For whatever whatever the case may be, nobody knows what a stock is definitely going to do. So um, we need to take out that prediction in the first place. I think where a lot of people go wrong is they, they jump into something thinking that, well, you know, I, I, I recognize this company or you know, I've heard people talk about it, or it's making a big move, uh, and I'm going to jump in here, and by the end of the day, it's going to be there. Well, you can't, you could, that's not a reliable strategy. You can't get in on something so random that um, you're relying on that prediction to come true. What we need to do is, rather than to try and predict what the stock is going to do, we need to react to what it is doing. Um, and there are ways of doing that. There are strategies that you can um, implement that basically uh, disregard all of the ones that are speculative, you know, gambles, and only focus on the type of um, stock setups that are more likely to work. Um, where the, the, the difficulty comes in is, is actually having the, the necessary discipline and patience to be able to wait for those setups to actually happen. Uh, and have the discipline to just do those setups. Uh, if you can master one working strategy, then you can make money from the stock market. Where people go wrong is that they are uh, allowing other uh, other things to uh, influence their decision-making process. So uh, emotion, you know, FOMO, um, revenge, you know, when something goes wrong and they don't want to be proved wrong and they want because they feel that they they were definitely right, you know, all all these sort of elements, you need to be able to leave them at the door um, 
only have a working strategy that 70-80% of the time does play out the way you expect it to. If that's all you're focusing on and nothing else, then immediately you're giving yourself an edge, you're giving yourself an advantage over other traders um, because you, you, you're you not going to be sustaining those unnecessary losses. Any losses that you do take will only be taken because they're part of your plan. So if you have something that works 70% of the time or you know, in simple terms, out of every 10 trades, seven are going to work and three aren't. Um, and, you know, and that will always be the case because not all trades will work. So if you, if you have a losing trade, that's fine. As long as it's a losing trade that is part of the plan, then it's a, it's a loss that you um, have already prepared for and are already prepared to make should you need to. Um, so uh, again, it's about establishing that working strategy and then having the discipline to be able to stick to it. So anyway, um, before I get into the details of, of creating that type of strategy, yesterday I posted about um, taking the, the prediction away from the market. And funnily enough, my son actually texted me uh, a link to a Wall Street Journal article um, that was basically about a guy called um, Burton Malkal. He's um, an economist and writer. And back in the 70s, uh, he wrote a book called A Random Walk Down Wall Street. And in that book, he actually said that you could blindfold a monkey, give him a dart and get him to throw the dart at the financial pages of a newspaper. And whatever the results of those, those dart hits were, would be the random selection for this, a stock portfolio. And that portfolio would, would be just as likely to perform just as well as the one that was carefully selected by the, the so-called experts or the, 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 big, uh, the big-time hedge fund managers. And the, the, the reality of, of that statement is, it's actually true. I mean, it's actually been proven to be true on a number of occasions. And this, this article... Um, they, I think it was late 2018, they published the results of these, basically these editors, they didn't get a monkey, obviously, but they, um, they, they totally randomly picked uh, this, um, this portfolio of stocks by throwing the dart. And uh, I think it was um, a total of eight positions, six were, were long and, and two were short. And at the end of the, 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 this 12-month period, um, they had actually outperformed uh, the the portfolio of the top hedge fund manager in Wall Street by twenty two percent. Now that's actually quite embarrassing, <laughs> but it proves and illustrates the point so so perfectly. Is that you you know we look to these people who are uh, supposed to be the people who are so experienced and know exactly what they're talking about, and therefore you know, we're under this illusion that if they can't do it, then how, how the heck are we going to do it as just small-time retail traders? Now, obviously, there is a very big difference between investing and day trading, uh, where you have big hedge funds that are investing massive amounts of capital. Then that in itself uh, has its own limitations, where you have huge, huge positions. You, you're unable to offload those positions very quickly. It's a very different style of, of trading to day trading. And I think that's our advantage. You know, we are able to, if we can establish very you know, or relatively predictable um, pricing behavior in the market, in a sort of niche area of the market. And we're able to focus on just running those strategies. And we can just scalp small pieces of the move, but on a very regular basis, then, you know, that's our advantage. We can get in, get out very, very quickly. 
Um, and, you know, we're not beholden to anyone. We're the only person we're, we're answerable to is ourselves. So, you know, that gives you that sort of level of freedom to be able to, to, to make those decisions uh, as long as they obviously fit within your trading plan. But you're able to make those decisions very quickly and benefit from it. Um, so it was for me, it was a perfect article to, to demonstrate that, that you know, we, there are misconceptions in the marketplace. You know, we, if we think the experts aren't even able to do it, then how the hell are we going to be able to do it? Um, and the, the answer is by, st- by sticking to the plan, but having a working strategy that gives you, you know, 60, 70, 80 percent of the time, it gives you the move that you are expecting. And then where the skill comes in is um, being able to stick to just that working strategy. So how do we stick to that working strategy? How, um, if it's just a case of, you know, learning a, uh, a set of instructions and, uh, and having a, a strategy that we know works and then all you do is that, surely that's easy. Well, the, the thing about day trading is it isn't rocket science. Um, it, it is possibly easier than a lot of people um, or less complicated perhaps than a lot of people would think, but it's just not easy. Um, the, you know, the fact that it's not that easy is, is why um, so many people fail within the stock market. It's not that they are necessarily going that wrong. It's just that they are unable to to um, sort of master the trader psychology, really. It's the, it's the ability to take things as they are, um, to be sort of cold and calculated about it, uh, allow nothing to uh, influence their decision making other than the plan. Um, and to have the necessary patience to to sit back and watch. Um, you know, half the time, not half the time, but, you know, a lot of the time, the best trade on the day is uh, no trade at all. Um, you're, you're, if it's not giving you exactly what you want to see, then, you know, I always say if there's no entry, there's no trade. You know, you can't force anything. Um, and you shouldn't be trying to force it because, you know, if you have a strategy, it either it either matches your criteria and meets your sort of entry point, your desired entry point, or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then there's no trade. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be able to say, just because I can trade doesn't mean I will. You need to be the trader that's looking for every reason to take no trades at all. And if after all of your selection process and all of your due diligence and all of your you know, your, your set, your planning, if, if, if basically you're left with a stock that has no nose uh, and there's no reason to not trade it, then that's possibly the one to trade, but only if it gives you everything that you want to see. So there is, you know, there's, there's, there's quite a bit to it. And, and obviously it's a steep learning curve, but it is something that, that, you know, everyone can master it, um, it, as long as they can master their own emotions and their own um, actions, then, you know, it can be done. And and that's part of the battle. I think a lot of people think, oh, it's just impossible. You know, it, it's just gambling, it's luck, it's, you know, it's something that other, some people can do and, and most can't. And yes, that's true. But it's, it's true because most people um, don't realise that the difference between going okay with trading and going wrong with trading is probably quite a fine line and, and they're not that far off it. And the difference is the psychology that they have and behind it, you know, if you're, if as I said to you before, if you're, if you're able to master one clear setup and get really good at getting in and out on that setup, and then just do that. I mean, just do that for a year until you can build up the kind of consistency that shows that 
actually this works. And you're not proving it to me. I know my strategy works. You're proving it to yourself. So you need to be able to prove to yourself that you, not only that it works, but you are able to make it work. Um, and when you can do that, then you can actually, um, you can actually, you know, make money from the stock market. But anyway, that's that's it for me today. I'm rambling on a bit, so I um, I want to say thank you one more time for for being here for my first ever podcast episode. Um, stay tuned; there's loads more to come, and I really appreciate your uh, your support. Take care, and I'll see you on the next one.